Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Today, we're delving into what not to do if your adult child turns from the Christian faith. If you have a prodigal child who has rejected God, this is an episode you don't want to miss. Take heart, all is not lost, and God already knows what needs to happen. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, an empty nest mom of three, also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. There seems to be a surge of young adults leaving the Christian faith and turning their backs on God. These children are known as prodigals. As a Christian mom, there are few things that would emotionally hurt you more than your child becoming a prodigal. You might feel helpless and lost in how to handle this, but you have God-given power in this situation. Part of your power comes from what you don't do. Today, I'm talking about three things to avoid when your child becomes a prodigal. I'm also going to tell you what to do instead. And this is not just theory to me, by the way. Two of my children rejected the Christian faith. At the time of this recording, one of them has come back to the faith somewhat, praise God, but is still questioning certain things. I know firsthand what it feels like when your child rejects the biblical truth that you raised them to know. It can bring feelings of anger, hurt, grief, anxiety, and shame. You may wonder if it's your fault. If you'd been a better mother or a better example, maybe you should have done more of this or less of that. When something goes wrong with our children, society tends to look at the parents for a place to put the blame. So it's no wonder that we would automatically blame ourselves when our child rejects Christianity. Please know that we all make mistakes and fall short. If your child chooses to turn from God, that is his or her choice. You did not make it happen even if you made big mistakes as a parent. Rejecting God is a choice. 
You can't be a formidable opponent to the enemy who's deceiving your child if you're drowning in guilt. So take a breath and know that you did not make this happen. Sometimes a prodigal child feels the need to not only turn from the faith, but also to say some really disrespectful things about Jesus, Christianity, and Christian people. I've experienced this personally, and it cut me to the core of my being. If this happens to you, remember that the Bible instructs us to take thoughts captive. Do this sooner rather than later, because if you allow their hurtful comments to burrow into your mind, you'll get distracted and tormented by it. And again, you can't fight your best battle from that place. And make no mistake, friend, this is a battle for the souls of our children. So you need to be whole-minded and focused. Pray for Jesus to heal your mind from any torment and pain caused by the words of your prodigal. Ask him to bind that pain and any thoughts of undue guilt and replace it with clarity, peace, and calm. So they've told you that they don't believe. And now you're left reeling from that unexpected news. In the days, months, and even years that follow, you might struggle with how to react and what to say. You want to do all you can to bring them back to the truth, but you fear that if you push too hard, they'll just go further in the opposite direction. And it is a hard line to balance between advocating for the truth and not driving them deeper into deception. But with God's help, the impossible can happen. In Mark 10, 27, we're told, Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. So take heart, friend. No matter how far away your son or daughter may seem, God can bring them back. As you process this situation, there are some things that you want to avoid doing. Number one, avoid reacting from a place of anger. We always want to respond instead of react. When we react, we're coming from a highly emotionally charged place, and we may say or do things that actually make the situation even worse than it already is. Instead, tell your child that you want to explore how they're feeling, and you'd like to talk about this once you've had a chance to process it a bit more. And if the situation is one where they're being belligerent about God, you can set a boundary that you would like to hear them out when they can be respectful about this. But right now, you need to take some time and think it through. And then exit the conversation. Get yourself out of that conversation until you've had the opportunity to process it and get centered in prayer. If you can't immediately exit the situation, and you don't trust yourself to respond in a good way because you're triggered at that moment, just hold your peace for the time being. It's better to be silent in that moment than to say something that actually helps the adversary to win this battle. Spend some time praying, journaling out your feelings, and talking with a trusted person like a pastor, a fellow believer, or a Christian coach. The number two thing to avoid is trying to make them feel guilty. While they should feel a sense of guilt if they reject the truth of God, you're trying to make them feel guilty will backfire against you. Instead, pray regularly about your prodigal's conscience. Ask Jesus to not allow them to be given over to a reprobate mind. 
ask that he would help them to feel that their actions around this are wrong and to put on their hearts to come back to the truth. This does far more good than trying to appeal to their sense of right and wrong during a time when they are blatantly rebelling against what's right. The number three thing that you want to avoid is cutting them out of your life. You might feel tempted to distance yourself from your prodigal until he or she comes to their senses. And while it's fine to set boundaries around not engaging with them if they're saying terrible things about God, you don't want to completely cut them off from your life. If you do, you're giving the enemy way too much leeway to be the guiding voice in your child's life. Instead, be an example of God's light. Think about how Jesus loves people and model your response from there. Be firm in your knowledge of what is right. Be loving in your responses, but also do not bend to their way of thinking on this. Give them free will, just as God gives it to us, and give them space to wrestle with this issue and come to their own conclusions. Be kind, even if they are not kind. Be patient, even if they're demanding or abrupt. But in all of this, hold firm to what is right and true. For example, if they come over for dinner, say grace before the meal, even if they don't like it. If they protest, explain to them that you honor Jesus in your home. And while you hope that they join in prayer with you, it's their choice whether they do or don't. But do not conform to their lack of belief. Remain calm and kind. As you move along this journey, use the powerful tools available to you to set the stage for your prodigal's return. Pray, fast, and speak scripture over your prodigal. Have like-minded believers join with you in prayer. In Matthew 18, 19, it says, Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. Make sure that you get support from someone who understands the prodigal child dynamic. Don't think that you have to hide the fact that your child turned away from the faith. Too often, parents do think they need to hide it, and they isolate themselves in this situation. It causes unnecessary stress and harm. You deserve the support. Remember, God has not relinquished his position on the throne. So do not give up on your child. Okay, that's what I have for you at this time. I hope it helps. Hey, sister friend. Thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.